What is a community and how does one create one? Let's talk about that on this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast. This episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast is brought to you by Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online game retailer. Each week, they have brand new bundles that last for only a limited amount of time. And with Humble Bundle Monthly, for a flat fee each month, you gain access to over $100 worth of games for only $13. A game I received was Soul Calibur 6, which normally retails at nearly $60, and I got it and several other highly rated games for the low price of $13. If you love games as much as I do, do yourself a favor and get Humble Bundle Monthly using the link down in the description or by using the link on our website. Not only will you be getting amazing games for yourself, you'll also be able to support the podcast. Back to the show. Community is an easy word to say. It's not that long. It's pretty easy to spell. And the meaning is, well, pretty easy to understand. Most people don't even need to have community explained to them. But people don't understand what community is. Some people misuse it and say, oh, you know, people who use our products are part of a community. No, they're not. That would be consumers, not community. Well, maybe community is people who follow an ideology. Again, consumers, not so much community. However, community can go within both of those subsections. So, people in a church can be a community, but people in the church aren't necessarily community. They're consumers of that product, the religion at which that is served at that church. Or people who are subscribed to a a YouTube channel. Sure, they all are consumers of that product, but that does not make them a community. A community, however, can be made up of those consumers. Have I confused you yet? Well, it's because it's not an easy topic to talk about. Community is something that happens. It's a transformation that It happens to people and they go, hey, I'm in a community. All of a sudden, you wake up one morning and you go, I'm part of a community and it's awesome. And it can be along the same things as ideologies, religion, geographical location, ethnicity, orientation. It can be anything, really. A community is made up of people who identify with the same ideals. So, within the church, there may be a small community, a community group, who maybe they are geographically close, and so therefore they form a small community. Maybe there's a bunch of people who play baseball within the church, 
So they form a community because they all have something in common. Maybe it's that pew. I don't know. Community is difficult to explain and easy to talk about. It's really weird. So in the cyber world, the word community is often thrown around like, well, the word community. Every YouTuber is like, yeah, subscribe and join the community. No, that's not what it means. Joining a community is not as easy as I clicked the subscribe button and the bell. Now, I don't like saying, but it's like the people who listen to this podcast, are they a community? No, they're consumers. I would hope that those people within the listenership would band together and form a community. But I would not say listeners of the podcast are a community. Much like, so you load up YouTube and you go find your favorite YouTuber, uh, you know, PewDiePie. You subscribe to him. But you only interaction with his content with the people who follow him, is watching his videos and subscribing. You have not joined the community. You've, for lack of better words, you've joined the neighborhood. You get the newspaper, you got the lawn, but you're not part of the community. You just moved in. But you start interacting with comments, you start interacting on Twitter, you start uh, joining the Discord. And suddenly one day you find yourself in community. You don't know when, you don't know how it happened, but you find yourself somehow inexplicably tied to a group. A really, really good example of this in pop culture is actually the show Community. Several people all joining the same class. I believe it's a Spanish class. They don't know each other, very different, different ethnicities, different uh, uh, ideologies, and they form a community. How? Well, they form a study group, something that bonded all of them. A centralized pillar. It was not one person or one thing. Well... It was one thing, studying. But then it branched out into something glorious, something magical, and something transcendent. They became friends and they became a community. They started taking other classes together as a group. It's like your favorite friend group in college or high school, if that's your thing. You join classes together, you go do the same programs. You have created a small community, a gang, a club, a clique, a group of friends. It is a community centered originally by one thing. And that one thing is class, PE, baseball, football, sports, anything, chess club, why not? And beyond that, it transcended. It became something of a type friend group. Great. The community was formed. The hard part is keeping it alive. Because that is ultimately the hard part. 
Humans are always changing. We rarely stay the same for very long. We're constantly in flux. We grow, we learn, we experience new things. And unless a person is right there, right next to you, experiencing the same things, it's easy to grow jaded, grow different, grow apart, drift. Grow into your own person, which is okay. Growing in and out of communities is perfectly natural. It's perfectly healthy. You'll go in phases. You'll be hot, and you'll be in that community, and you'll be growing, and you'll be expanding your knowledge, and you'll just feel connected to everyone, and then you have some time to cool down. Maybe a life event happened. Maybe you experienced something that it's hard to explain. Maybe you're the first one in the group to have a kid, get married. You never know. Things happen in our lives. Things change us. It's especially true in the cyber realm. Once again, it's so incredibly difficult to maintain those bonds. Because it's all about maintaining bonds of friendship. Social links. As Persona would say, the social bonds that tie us together. It's true. As much as Persona, you know, sometimes got a little weird, the social bond, social link system was great. And it's true. People form bonds with people over, well, different things. Maybe your love of anime with some people, or sports with another. Or maybe you like the same types of movies. You never know. How you bond with people is, it's different. But, I will say, it's never forced. Unless. Sometimes it means coming out of your shell and forcing yourself to do something that isn't comfortable. Maybe you're a homebody. I know I am. And I could probably stick to myself. But reaching out and playing games with people is not always the easiest. But doing so becomes easier and easier. And you build social ties that last after the game is shut down. A good example is, is I have a group of friends that I play games with almost every week. And there's something transcendent about that. I've often said it's not about the game that we play. It's about playing the game. What I mean by that is it doesn't matter if we're playing old maid. It's the fact that we're playing together and we're having fun as a group. That is the essence of community. Forcing community often struggles. It struggles to be good. It struggles to be long-lasting. It starts to feel like paint on a, rumble, a crumbling wall. Yeah, the paint can look great, but something is inherently wrong. Forcing community to happen is like forcing shipping in an anime. If you have to force it to work, it's just not going to work. It just feels forced. feels like everybody is dancing on marionette strings. It's hard not to force it, though, as a creator, as somebody who wants to make people come together. 
it's hard not to force it. And there are things that you can do to help encourage it, but forcing it is a terrible idea. Ways that you can encourage it is just like reaching out and being intentional with your day and with your time and with your life. Opening yourself up and being vulnerable and saying, hey, I want to play a game with you, a board game, a video game, online game, something. I want to do blank with you. It opens yourself up to, no thanks, I'm good, I'm busy, I don't want to. There's nothing more humbling in this universe than being told, no thanks, I have plans with somebody else. Nothing is more of a shot to the to the ego than hearing that. But what you did is important. You reached out. You were intentional. Being intentional with time and energy is important. Because if people can see that you're being intentional and you're being active in your ideology, people take note of that. If... Your friend, you kept inviting your friend to a party and they came in and then they disappeared to your library. Did they come to the party? Probably not. They went and went to your library. They didn't interact with what you did. But you also leave the other person in a predicament. You, They leave you in a predicament. Well... You technically came to the party, but you didn't show up to the party. So it gets hard to talk to you about, hey, like, what happened there? It becomes a sticker in people's side. It sticks to them and they think, man, what's going on? You showed up, but you didn't show up. Being intentional with your time. It's something that I am in the process of learning, especially with my wife and kiddo. That, yeah, sitting down and watching a show together or spending time with my kiddo is great, but if I'm not actively spending time with them, it means jack. If I'm just sitting there going, "Uh uh-huh, neat, dope, cool, did I actually hang out? Did I actually interact with my... Loved ones? No, I didn't. I propped myself up in a chair and went, dope, cool, and spouted the words that sound good, but I didn't actually do anything. I showed up and went to the library, or went out the back door and left the party. I was there, but I wasn't there. And people can tell when you just kind of like, I showed up. I did my duty. There we go. And that's not to say you have to be the loudest one in the room. It means what I'm saying is is be intentional with your life. Be intentional with your time. Make time for people that you want to spend time with. That you want them to spend time with you. Make time for them. And you'll have all the time in the world. It's often hard to schedule out my weeks with spending time with people that I want to spend time with. Not for any sort of recompense or 
anything like that. It's because I want to spend time with those people, regardless of who they are, or what they do, or what they can do. I want to spend time with the people that mean the most to me. My wife and child, friends online, my brother. People that mean a lot to me, I actively look and say, where can I put them in my, my schedule and schedule them into my life? And that sounds cold and calculated, but sometimes that's what it takes. It's calculating your time and going, I want to spend time with this person. How can I make that happen? Is it texting them and going, hey, how was your day? Hey, you want to grab lunch this weekend? Well, after the pandemic, you know, maybe. Hey, how was your weekend? Hey, I actually care. I want to know how you're doing. Not the canned response of, it's Monday. My weekend was not long enough. No. Ask him real questions. Not, hey, how was your weekend? Hey, did you do anything you enjoyed this weekend? Did you get to spend some time for yourself this weekend? Did you do anything you hated this weekend? Ask some pointed questions and spend some time. A community grows person to person to person. It's not a, and we're a community. It's not as easy as setting up a subreddit and going, Look at all those chickens. No. It's person to person. And not for the inherent, not for the inherent fact of, I'm going to create a community. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. So I'm going to spend time with this person until they're in, and then I'm going to bail on them. No. That's predatory, and that's parasitical, and I can only get the image of a wasp laying an egg and a scorpion. Or a wasp laying an egg in a caterpillar. You're using that person. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with your friends. Spend time with them because you want to spend time with them. Not their accomplishments. Not what they can do. Not for anything that they can give you. Spend time with them because you want to spend time with them. The real them. Not the show. Not the character. Not the character. Them. The real person underneath it all. That is how community be. It's intentional. It's honest. It's vulnerable. And a community is often nebulous. There's no one centralized person. As a leader of any sort, your idea for community is should not be people who are fans of me. That's narcissism, and that starts cults. What brings people together is the ideals that you share, is the ideology that you hope to encourage. Spending time together. Spending honest amounts of time. Coming up with groups within groups, like those old Russian nesting dolls. Not everything 
has to be about you. And that's hard. Again, as a creator myself, sometimes it's difficult. You sit there and go, I want to create a community of people who like what I do. And that's narcissistic of myself. Admittedly, it's narcissistic. I try and shy away from that. But it's human nature to want people, want to surround yourself with people who just nod their head and go, "Uh uh-huh, great idea. It's not. Surrounding yourself with people that challenge you, that challenge the real you and get to know the real you, that is a community. Not about what you are to them, but what you are to each other. It's not a one-way relationship. That's a fandom. That's a dictatorship. That's a cult. And that's not what the world needs anymore. The world needs vulnerable people being vulnerable together, being honest with each other and going, you know what? It sucks. Life sucks right now. Life's great right now. Celebrating with those who celebrate, mourning with those who mourn. That's important. That's community. Yeah, people may join a Discord or join a subreddit because... They started out as fans of you. They clicked that subscribe button. They listened to the podcast, which you should. And that's that's how it starts. That's the germ. That's the seed. And then they start interacting with other people. And they realize, I have a lot in common with these people beyond I'm a fan of this work. Often, it's times that fandoms introduce people together. And then it stops being about the fandom, but being about the what the fandom has done. A good example of this is people who've met and got together because Red versus Blue from Rooster Teeth. They met, they got together, they got married, they had kids. It's the community. They came together, they realized, oh my gosh, I have something in common with you. Beyond just liking this one thing. They created their own community right there. Husbands and wives. Relationships forming. Significant others and children. That's a community right there. It's a sub-community within a community. And that community can be at times harsh and say... I don't like how it originally started, or I don't like this central column. And they can work around it. A community is an organic, living, breathing, nebulous being. And creating one is a lot, lot harder than it sounds like it logically should be. If you place people in a group, they don't automatically become a community. Until the moment they become a community. But it's not for the sake that you put them in a group. It's like how you can do group projects at school. And the group is terrible. And other groups get together and they're they're building an Iron Man suit. They formed a community. They worked together. Rather than just being in a group. It's a nebulous idea. But it's something to give a thought about. If you're a leader, a creator... A community will come naturally. 
You don't have to force it. All you have to do is be honest with yourself. Be honest with others. If you're not a creator, joining a community is harder than it sounds. It's not just punching a subscribe button, joining a Discord. It's a lot more. It means being vulnerable. Being honest about who you are, what you are, and learning about yourself. I think that's actually where we're going to wrap up. Community is incredibly difficult, but I think I've covered a lot of details. So, until next week, I hope you have a wonderful week, and uh, hopefully we all make it out of this. Peace! Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. For more on the Gaming and Chill podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers!